I am dying. Kill me. Rob is still sick, but he's here anyway. Coach Grendor. Hey. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Rob's still sick. Uh, oh, not yeah. from not from watching the Jets. Well, it could be from watching the Jets, honestly. But, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we have no evidence to say that it wasn't the Jets who got Rob sick in the first place. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. So, uh, hey, welcome to the second week of the playoffs. We're going into the divisional round. We just had the wild card round, and we've also had a lot of new coaching changes and hires and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and one that's happening right now is Kingsbury, officially the new coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Former Texas Tech coach. Yeah. Is he part of any uh, coaching trees that I I would know of, or is he just the Texas Tech coach? I don't think he is, but he is part of probably the most important coaching tree, which is... Uh, he had coffee with Sean McVay once. Mm, yep, that'll do it. Actually, if you're in the same room as him, that actually yeah, counts as well. Yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> I, you know, actually, the the Jets were like uh, were really actively pursuing him. In fact, there was a report that I just read earlier that said that uh, overnight we 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 really didn't want him to go. Uh, to his meeting in Arizona, and we like tried to force him to stay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Was he like interviewed in New York, and then I had to go to Arizona? Yeah, he was here for like two days uh, or something like that, and then um, and then he had to go today to go have his interview with Arizona, and I guess they just straight up hired him. So <laughs> I just picture them like, uh, you don't want to go there. He's like, no, I really got to go. They're just like, yeah, but like, uh, I don't think the car works. Like, I don't, I think I, it does. Like my, my view on the dude is that like, I, I would wager that he is fool's gold, but yeah. I'll be real salty if he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've if, seen, if he, uh, some people saying, he was like a really good offensive coordinator at USC. He's at USC, right? Well, he was the head coach. He okay, so he was the <clears throat> he was the head coach of Texas Tech. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, he was the coach that one that was there for Baker Mayfield's first year. Then they had their tiff, and uh, Baker left to go walk on at another school Mm. then he had pat mahomes and he did pat mahomes so people were pretty excited about that problem is he has a losing record in college and he's basically failing upwards so yeah so it's it's weird i mean obviously there's nuance to him losing in college Mm -hmm. like mainly that like the school sucked before he got there yeah also still kind of suck after he's leaving <laughs> so like i you know it's like a good cardinals hire then yeah <laughs> i don't know like it's because because he's he's the kind of guy that it's a uh it's a high risk high reward type of scenario mm-hmm. i think with him like he could be a fucking genius and right. maybe maybe he's the next hot shit or he could be that coach with a losing record at a college school that somehow has to make an NFL team good, you know? (laughs) So like, it's, it's really a, I I don't know. It's like a 50, 50 shot with him. I guess we'll time will tell. Yeah. So I feel like if anybody needs a proven head coach though, it would probably be Arizona, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, especially after firing their, the head coach they just got after one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems kind of strange to go that route, but, it you is. know. There's breaking news. Coach Crendor and Rob, yep. the Tampa uh-huh. Bay Buccaneers have selected the new coach to replace mm-hmm. Dirk Cotter. His name, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Oh, yep. there it is. I heard it was going to happen. 
I am um, extremely jealous. That is a very good coaching hire. Then again, anything would be better uh, than what <laughs> yep. the Bucks said. I think a paper bag would also be better. Um, yeah, or, thanks, you know, coach. A paper towel just There's a... on the sidelines. A book uh, <laughs> about coaching. A bell. A CD case. <laughs> the list can go on. I, I believe my two-year-old uh, Shih Tzu puppy would make a great <laughs> candidate to replace Dirk Cotter. Yeah, uh, I agree. But I, I'm, I'm okay with this decision. I think uh, <laughs> the thing that's worried is about that has me worried is like the health issue thing. And of course, yeah. he's been cleared. They they did like a full physical on on uh, Bruce Arians to make sure that like. He was physically able to do the job. But mm-hmm. the problem that I've got is like, do we have to go for someone who was already like been retired for a year? Like the guy <laughs> probably want... wanted to go to Tampa Bay. Mm. Oh, yeah, because he's already in Florida anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it is it is God's waiting room after all. <laughs> uh, but that's that's the only that's the only hang up I have is just like he was done with coaching after the 2017 season. So like just to get him medically cleared to play before we even have like the first snap of like preseason done or not even preseason, mm-hmm. like the off season yeah. has me concerned because I don't yeah. see this being a, a, like a, a, a long-term thing. I really don't. To enlighten people at home, by the way, who aren't aware of this, uh, Rob is reasons... very sick. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apo- apologies for not having a lot of energy right now. He's not drunk. He's not stoned. He's just sick. <laughs> very sick. Uh, but, uh, so to enlighten people at home that are unaware, Bruce Arians was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, led them to a 13 and three season, uh, had a couple of slump years because of, uh, like, a, just a stupid amount of injuries to all their starters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of, and one of the main reasons that he cited retiring from the Cardinals head coaching position was uh, he he was having heart problems because of stress of being a head coach? So, yeah, that's what that's what Sinvict is alluding to right now. Yes, yeah. So and... it doesn't bode well when you hear somebody be like, "I don't want to do this. Give me heart troubles," and be like, yeah, "I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, all right. And the fact that like that the Buccaneers like happily pursued someone who was already retired from the game also. Like that is like the most buccaneer thing to do. Yeah, like that's just what the Glazers do. But he is good. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's I, so cool too. Yeah, but is he good enough to fix Jameis Winston? Is no the better question. If I <laughs> fix Jameis Winston, you mean drag him out to the fifty-yard line, <laughs> put a shotgun to his temple, and uh, you know, then maybe uh, that that seems like something a, a you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I think I think if anyone can make Jameis Winston passable in passing, then uh, then it's Bruce Arians. To be honest with you, yeah. Like if true, you want to, if you want to, like look at because there's a lot of guys that that get the nickname QB Whisperer around the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Bruce Arians is the guy that has the most uh, claim to that title. He's, he's he was with Andrew Luck. He was with Peyton. He was with uh, um, uh, he gave Carson Palmer his best years. Like pretty much every QB that has ever worked under Bruce Arians has had their like best years. So like I don't know the dude. The dude is an actual QB whisperer. Like he knows how to make mm-hmm. QBs produce. So we'll see yeah. if that if that holds up. I one thing I will say though, like. Like if it if it ends up being a Tampa Bay bomb as usual, then you know whatever. But the the best thing to come out of this so far has been the new Bucko Bruce meme on uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks Reddit. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's only it's it's great because it's only a two panel meme. But someone has like I think ten total just to start here. So it's like it's a picture of it's a <laughs> picture of Rob dying. <laughs> That's a great picture. Uh, but it's also a Photoshop picture of sorry Bruce, Bruce Arians in like in like a oh. patient's like get up, and then he's talking to like this attractive nurse and like scrubs and stuff. And she says, "How many alcohol? How many drinks of alcohol do you consume in a week?" And he says, "He's just looking at the camera, just says one." And she says, "That's it, one drink, one shelf." 
is the, name, is the answer. <laughs> then do you exercise? And he's, she's like, do you exercise? He's like, yes, love making and coaching. <laughs> do you have a history of mental illness in your family? I have an uncle who is a Falcons fan. <laughs> Allergies, cowardice, and weak-willed men and losing. <laughs> and then the final one is coaching history. And he, it's like a zoom, it's a more zoomed in on his face. <laughs> it's, he says, she says, coaching history. And he's like, epic and public. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if, you know, if Bruce Arians doesn't work out, at least we've already gotten a pretty dank meme. The thing that's, that's weird good. about Bruce Arians going to Tampa Bay is it sort of came out of nowhere. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I did you, did you guys know that was coming in no. uh, Tampa? See, because that's the thing is this whole offseason, Arians has been saying, like, yeah, the only job that I want is the Browns job. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the only one that I want. And so, like, I've, so I, I, he would have been, if I knew that he was on the market, I mean, he would have been my number one choice for the Jets. I would have oh, loved yeah. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. But he, he was very, very clear in multiple interviews that the only job he wanted was the Browns. So, um, so I was very surprised when I heard that you guys were like not only that you had interviewed him, but like almost immediately it was like, yeah, he's the coach now. Oh, crazy! Well, they've got they've got that Glazer money. So luckily uh, for Dirk Cutter, he's got a new job as well. Yep, uh, he's the Falcons' offensive coordinator. Hmm. So I mean, if anything, I think that's probably the best thing for him is something where he can run an offense because that seems to be all he's good at. Where he can't uh, break anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, Josh McDaniels, the book is closed on head coaching interviews. Uh, believe it or not, nobody wants Josh McDaniels. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? I Josh mean, McDaniels is a giant I, piece of garbage. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he really is. But, like, I, like, I would have taken him up to, like, last week. Well, the thing was, I was... Like, okay, it's all right. Then I started listening to stories, and I was like, uh, like, there's some, like, <laughs> ex-players, and they're like, I talked to everybody on that Broncos team he coached, and nobody, and he's like, nobody, and they're like, what? And he's like, no, let me really emphasize, nobody, nobody. <laughs> liked him. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, it was just, apparently, he was just crazy, like, yelled at everyone, not really yeah. a player person. Like, even if you just look at him, he's kind of got that, like, smirky, cheesy grin of, like, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> um, well, that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing that happens with these uh, Patriots coordinators that go places. Again, besides Bill O'Brien, literally every other one has failed so far. Yeah, and Bill uh, O'Brien and, can't win a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. But like we'll like get to that all the moment. other ones. Yeah. yeah. All the other ones, like you you hear these similar stories coming out of these uh organizations where like everybody hated him, he worked us too hard, you know, he did he like he was not a player's coach. It just sounds like these guys are like going in bringing Bill Belichick's like, you know, hard conditioning regimen. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, players aren't gonna fucking deal with that shit unless you're already winning like people yeah. like they're wi- they're willing to go to new england and be like ah, you know what fuck it satan knows best for me because hey, <laughs> yeah. clearly it's working uh yeah. but you know with some random dude they're not going to do it so well, he's got the respect of it too he's like hey we've won five times here you know mm-hmm. like, exactly ring, yeah ring on every finger and then you go to the other guy and he's like i was a part of that thing for a year mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right, exactly he's <laughs> Josh McDaniels reminds me of that friend who plays Madden and makes himself into Madden and puts like all the sliders <laughs> to a hundred. Yes, and then I feel like Josh McDaniels would make himself in Madden, and then yes. brags about how how incredible his franchise like team is doing. <laughs> I'm the quarterback, by the way. Yeah, I'm also the fullback, and uh, I'm also like the the middle linebacker. And we renamed the team the McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, the Browns are just named after Paul Brown, so. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like that's. They'll be the second though. generation of uh, that type of thing. So yeah, good there you him. go. Uh, there he's you going go. back to New England then, probably. Uh, Todd Bowles could be the defensive coordinator under Bruce Arians. So uh, mm-hmm. 
A little bit of the world's colliding here. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure Rob will, will <laughs> finally be rooting for him to, uh, to sabotage that, uh, that Patriots team next year. I've got no ill will towards Todd Bowles as a man. He was just a terrible fucking head coach. <laughs> Some guys really are just bad. bad coaches and better coordinators. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And and he had his most success under Arians anyway, so, yeah. you know. It, it, it's probably a good hire if you're bringing uh, Arians in. Yeah. Um, Broncos head coaching thing down to Vic Fangio and Mike Munchak. Uh, that is silly. They're going for the defensive is, guy. Yep. Um, <sighs> like I don't, I don't know. Denver. I don't know what's happening in Denver, but I think John Elway's just really bad at his I, job. He's the <laughs> he's the biggest problem in Denver. I think. Yeah. They just like need to get that, him away yeah. from it. Just remove him from all like managerial duties because he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to take over too much and making bad decisions. I should mention, by the way, because I know like we all just kind of shat on Vic Fangio. Obviously, he's a very well respected coordinator in the league. Uh, he has, you know, created or or uh, coached, you know, one of the best defensive units in the NFL this year. All those things are true. My view is if you're going to get a defensive minded head coach in the modern NFL, what's going to happen? Okay. Well, maybe you get a defensive minded head coach and he gets an OC that is like, you know, young and inspiring and innovative. And, you know, maybe he's that guy's not ready to be a head coach. So that's why you bring him in as an OC under a defensive head coach. Well, that sounds well and good. But if he has a good year, guess what? He's a head coach next year and he's gone. <laughs> and then you yeah. got to find another one. We see this. Co- I mean, look at the fucking Titans, for instance. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. segue. Uh, mm-hmm. The the I mean, like Mar- Mariota's had four offensive coordinators in five years because every yeah. time the OC does well, they go get a fucking head coaching job. <laughs> at, at, at this point, it's not even just that the rules favor uh, an offense; it's that the the way that coaching works it favors getting an offensive head coach because you can't get him poached, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, so. uh, it is very true, especially because we're at the point where that's the, that's the next big thing. Like offense is the most fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It gets all the points. A good offense is at the point where it can just overpower a good defense. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of the way of the future. So that. It makes me very happy that the Packers have signed Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Four years with a fifth-year option. They're going all in. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually pretty happy about it. Like, a lot of people were like, I don't know. But, like, when I saw that he was one of the names there, I was like, that seems like the type of guy I'd want. And then when they signed him, I was like, dude, that's the guy I wanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, uh, I was looking at his resume, right? So he's the quarterback coach for the Redskins from 2010 to 2013, which was RG3's rookie season in Pro Bowl. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Plus, that was under Kyle Shanahan. Well, yep. and uh, Mike Shanahan, I think, right? Uh, I think he was coaching. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was Mike Shanahan. Kyle was there, too, but he was yeah, not the too, head coach. Too many um, Shanahan's coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, uh, then he was the quarterback coach for the Falcons in 2015 and 2016, which was Matt Ryan's MVP All-Pro Pro Bowl season. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too bad, you know. Uh, that mm-hmm. was when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Um, and then he was the Rams OC uh, in 2017 for Sean McVay, which, you know, automatically qualifies you as an instant head coaching candidate. Pretty much, uh, yeah. And then... Last year, he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans, or this year technically, but that's what people are like, oh, look at the Titans off. It's like, dude, look at how injured they They lost their, their best player on offense, which was uh, their tight end. What's his name? Matt um, LaFleur. Sh- <laughs> 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 What's that guy? The Titans tight end. Okay, that's going to bother me. Titans I don't know. Tight end. Delaney, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. Yeah, Delaney oh, Walker. right, yeah, yeah. Uh, they lost Delaney Walker week one. And then uh, the biggest thing I was watching was some of his play calls. Like when the like people forget, Tennessee beat New England. And they made New England's defense look awful. Like they did the Super Bowl play. Remember when they ran Mariota out and he caught the pass, like the Tom Brady mm-hmm. Super Bowl play? Like they did that. 
And I was like, oh my God, if he's going to have Aaron Rodgers run out and catch a pass, I'm all aboard. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so just, just the fact that, you know, he's not running a Mike McCarthy Stone Age offense is already good enough for me. Uh, yeah. So, I mean. I figured you'd be pretty happy with that hiring. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a cool dude. Uh, everything I was listening to like some mic'd up stuff of him and he just sounds like he's smart and I think what I like most about him is he seems like he's got control of the team but he's not like Josh McDaniels you know what I mean like he's still like gonna praise the guys like he's still a cool dude uh, mm. you know he reminds me a lot of like a Matt Nagy which is kind of what I wanted for the Packers mm. I think that's what they need he's only like 39 so he's only a few years older than Rodgers but I think the fact that he's coached like Matt Ryan and like been with the Rams and the RG3 like all this stuff is like I think it bodes well for Aaron Rodgers because it's really I think Aaron Rodgers wants somebody that's going to challenge him right and I think he's the type of guy where it's not like a dad it's more like a big brother like coaching him up and I think that plays into it too so I mean overall I think uh I'm pretty happy with it in fact Aaron Jones retweeted uh, a thing <laughs> I put in our chat, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is kind of funny. Uh, somebody said 2018 run percentage, Tennessee second, Green Bay 32nd. Then they were like, get loose showtime 33, which is Aaron Jones. And he retweeted it. So uh, obviously they're pretty happy yeah, they're about bummed. that. <laughs> so, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm very happy with the hire. I think it's going to be good. Uh, so. Yeah. I just want to know mine. Why are we the last ones? This Dude, is the one thing uh, I wanted all year. <laughs> apparently, Todd Munkin was our like runner-up. Like he's yeah. the second choice. Uh, yeah, he's currently in our pool right now. But it actually doesn't <laughs> seem like the Jets are that high on him. Uh, yeah, it also doesn't seem like he's like going to be leaving Tampa at this rate. He may stay with know. with Arians. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I. Uh, I'm. I, I just want somebody. I I, I, <laughs> I don't know, anybody. man. I just. I really, really fucking hope that we don't end up with fucking uh, Adam Gase or Jim Caldwell. Those are the. Yeah. Those are two that are getting thrown around a lot on the Jets subreddit. Well, mm. no, that that's that's a lie. Caldwell is is thrown around as a joke. Like we would not want Jim Caldwell, <laughs> but uh, Adam Gase. People are like, oh yeah, I would totally like Adam Gase. Why would you want Adam Gase? I like I seriously I don't understand. He yeah. had a shitty Dolphins team for three years that got worse every year that he was there, and also all of the players have privately said that they hated him. What what yeah. positives are there with Adam Gase? <laughs> I don't, I miss. I don't yeah. get. But I swear to God, if we and we are the most incestuous fucking division in sports, if we hire goddamn Adam Gase after the Dolphins fired him as their head coach, <laughs> Rob, can I can I ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. As you being a Jets fan, is there anyone in the world in in all seven point whatever billion humans that exist mm. that would make you happy? to receive as the head coach of the New York Jets. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's not he's not looking for a job, so you can't you can't have him. No, I would I mean I want um I want uh Harbaugh, but he's pretty much out. Yeah. Um I I like Munkin, um but uh you know whatever uh well apparently I, as of 15 minutes ago, the Jets have completed an interview with Todd Munkin. Yep. Yep. We were interviewing him today. So, you know, we'll see, I guess. But um, so I, I like him. Um, McCarthy's still on the table, but it sounds like he's he's sitting out a year at least. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what it I sounds like. Um, there is also the enemy, which is uh, the the Chiefs OC. But <sighs> it's weird, right? Because like he uh, he's not. He was the OC for the Chiefs for this year where Pat Mahomes was, you know, has destroyed the league. Mm-hmm. But he also doesn't call plays. And he was a running running backs coach that was just upgraded to OC after their last OC got poached the year before. So like he's a re like he's a huge question, that guy. But he could be good. 
And then uh, the one that actually is getting thrown around a lot on the Jets subreddit is this guy named Matt Rule, who's a Baylor head coach um, mm. with NFL experience. And we interviewed him, and he's actually a native New Yorker uh, from specifically New York City, too, not even New York State. So, so you're I don't saying know. He would, he would do better than I did on how New Yorker are you? Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I I did just Google him, and his head coaching record in college appears to be eight and seventeen, though. Hmm. So that's not great. All right, that's good. That's good. I think Very that's just like. Okay, yeah, no, no. His his overall head coaching record is thirty six and forty, which is still also losing and bad. Um, yeah. But uh, he won a bowl game, so you know. There's, there's that. some positives. Yeah, I mean, but was it like the? Was it like the uh, the icebreakers mint sleeping pill bowl, or was it like an actual bowl that had some sort of so about it? It looks okay. So it looks like uh, so he he's very weird. He's got a, he's got a really weird career. So basically, he was the head coach for Temple. Actually, he came into Temple, um, and I don't. Do you guys follow college football at all? Nope. Uh, yeah, well, a little bit, but not like enough to know a lot not enough to have a, a podcast on it rob <laughs> yeah <laughs> well basically temple is is just a it's you know it's a it's a shitty school for for football basically it's just it it has a football program uh and it is i believe division one but it's not like you know a, a big deal um a lot of, a lot of kids from new york city go to temple uh but so he came into Temple and they were bad and they went two and ten his first year, but then six and six and then ten and four and then ten and three. I don't know, maybe they I don't know how that happened. Um, so that means so that's that's a pretty good resume right there of, of just like continued success. And now he's the head coach of Baylor since 2017. And his first year at Baylor, they were one and eleven, and then his second year they were seven and six and you know, if you if you pay attention to what he did at Temple, it sounds like if he stays there another year, they're probably going to turn the table again. Um, yeah. So, you know, he does seem like a guy that does have losses, but is improving the teams that he's, you know, joining. So that's mm-hmm. cool. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck. We're probably going to fucking hire Adam Gase, dude. <laughs> fuck Jim me. Caldwell. Yeah. Yes, the God. new head coach. Yep, it's if coming. We, if we get fucking Jim Caldwell, I'm just going <laughs> to burn down the training facility. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Jim Caldwell reaction I was looking for. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually pretty excited, too, because there is an AMA of a guy who was like Matt LaFleur was my college quarterback coach. And uh, one person was like, what's the most brilliant thing you've seen him do? And he was like, not one thing, but he knows plays and tendencies at a level I couldn't begin to comprehend. Film sessions <laughs> with him were always really informative. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and someone's like, what do you think makes him an improvement over McCarthy? And he said, I think McCarthy got stale. He didn't know what else to do with that offense. LaFleur is not only going to bring something new, he's going to mix it up quite a bit. I think the biggest difference we'll see is a different look every week and better oppositional matchups. And I was like, holy shit. A new offense every week. Yeah. I am. Oh my god, I'm ready for the season now. <laughs> Let's go. That does sound nice. It sounds like more <laughs> people than just like the Green Bay fans and Aaron Rodgers were sick of McCarthy's offense. Well, the problem was, if like again, there's a game. I don't remember what year it was. It might have been like 2016, 15, or something. It was whenever, uh, the year after we lost a shitty NFC Championship game to Seattle, yep. where Mike McCarthy's offense got exposed, and Denver shut us down completely, and if Aaron Rodgers couldn't do some miracle shit, it was over. Like, it hit the point where it's like, well, Aaron can't bail us out, so, uh, we lose, and it <laughs> pretty much came down to that, and then McCarthy was just like, well, what if we give Aaron Rodgers the ball and, uh, see what happens? And I was like, all right, well, what are we doing for the next drive? And he's like, well, uh, what if we give Aaron Rodgers the ball and we see what happens? <laughs> it's like, what if you just, you know, you're the coach, drop some good plays, do like a slant pass, you know, that worked. And he's like, uh, bubble screen. Like, it was just painful to watch. It was so bad. Um, it was at the point where I enjoyed watching defense more than offense. And that was like Oof. never a thing. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. That's bad. Yeah, because I was like, here we go. It's going to be like a bubble screen. It's going <laughs> to, in fact, the number one question asked to this guy was on third and long, how often did he run bubble screens for no gain? And it's like, we never ran bubbles. And he's like, okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it was just painful. Like, I just, I think McCarthy just gave up. It hit that point where it felt like he gave up and it felt like the team gave up on top of it and everyone lost respect for him. So. Well. The best way to counter that is to get a new coach to fire everyone up again. So for better or for yeah. worse. In fact, when that happened with Brett Favre and we had a similar year where we missed the playoffs, uh, they hired Mike McCarthy, who was like 43, a mediocre offensive coordinator out of San Francisco and a good quarterback coach. And uh, you'll turn it around. So yep. it's pretty much the same format. That's a, that is a good point that I'm glad that you brought up because, mm -hmm. uh, the thing about the head coaching searches is it's very much like the NFL draft. Like, it's a fucking crapshoot, dude. You don't know mm -hmm. who's going to have success, who isn't. And uh, oftentimes, previous success or previous failure is not determinant of future success or future failure. Like, uh, that, we've seen that over and over and over again. And so, really, like... When when we're asking or talking about who we think is going to be a good coach, who's going to be a bad coach, uh, nobody has a fucking clue. Not even the guys yeah. hiring them, to be honest with you. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's just you kind of got to hope for the best. So that's uh, sort of what's happening. I think Matt Lafleur could be very good for you guys. I hope he is. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just hoping it's it's going to work out. I'm. I'm happy about it. I think it's what I wanted where I was like, I want the young offensive minded guy. That's what we got. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm all aboard. It's, it's what I, it's what I wanted. So if it all falls apart, I'm going to be like, shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm pretty happy. So there, there you uh, go. There's the, the coaching roundup coach, <laughs> the coaching roundup. And the jets um, are still always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> seems yeah. like, so, uh, so what you really should do. Ones. But uh, what you really uh, should do is you should follow Rob on Twitter to see what the reaction will be when the Jets finally do get their head coach. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, should yeah, do yeah. that. Um, mm -hmm. Also, it's just some vague ones uh, for the Browns. It is down to apparently Freddie Kitchens and Kevin Stefanski, mm. Vikings OC. Yeah, I saw that they were they did just like a second interview with him. Yeah, oh. So it seems like it's going to be one of those guys. That'll be interesting. It is so um, weird that they did not go for Arians, actually. Yeah. I don't I, know. Maybe very... they wanted, like, the younger guy or something. I don't know. Or I guess Kitchens Maybe. is, like, the in-house guy they already know. So that That's the question. I wonder, I wonder if, like, the reason that that happened is because Kitchens didn't want to... Like, he, he... I mean, I'm sure he was getting offers as a head coach and candidate. Mm -hmm. And I think the Browns maybe didn't want to lose him. Yeah, like that. That's that's the only reason that because I also haven't been hearing the Browns interviewing a lot of different people. Yeah, yeah. that's so. uh, that's true. Well, either way, I hope the Browns get a good coach because they mm -hmm. need one at this point because they're going all the way. They are yeah, going all the way. The Packers in the Super Bowl, so that'll be yep. a great Super Bowl next year. Packers coach, Browns, very coach excited. Would be totally torn as well. <laughs> Go Browns. Go well, Browns. I won't be torn, but I wouldn't be upset. Actually, I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the playoff games that happened. First up, Colts beat the Texans, and Victor put his faith in Houston, and as he probably expected, got let down. For the one time in history, I'm like, yeah, I'll, go, I'll lock in the Houston Texans. Yep, <laughs> yep never again, Houston, never again. <laughs> yep. They were not playing fashion. They, they just lost. were not playing like they wanted to win a playoff game. Yeah. At all, like I mean, yeah, at all. It, it was, was terrible. It was weird because it, like, honestly. So, the thing with the Texans is, I I think they really need to get a running game. I think they they need to like focus on getting a running back this off season, um, because I don't think they have anybody that's just like a featured bell cow type of back. You know, well, they have a couple of guys who are pretty good. Lamar Miller is a pretty big workhorse. He's been there for a while, and Alfred Blue is a, is a competent backup. It's just the fact that Deshaun Watson likes to take everything into his own hands, uh, and not saying that he's not he's not capable of doing so. It's just it's he's he's going to get like decapitated. 
Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like 970 yards and uh, five touchdowns. Yeah. Still, though, I, I, I mean, imagine Deshaun Watson with a, a guy like Christian McCaffrey or uh, Le'Veon Bell or something. You know, mm-hmm. be that dangerous. I mean, he was um, sacked more times than any quarterback this season because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he keeps trying to he tries to bounce it to the outside. But I, I'm not, I'm not at all surprised by the Texans losing. Um, I, I mean, the Colts are just they just looked hungrier. Yep. They just yeah. have the better team, and I like. I, I'm at least thankful that I don't have to hear Houston radio for the next week talk <laughs> about how this is the time, this is our time, our house sort of thing. Yeah, because it uh, just happens nonstop. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's the same with the Bears radio here, which is you know Ugh. just as sweet. Um, yep. So, yep. So yep. I feel like the Colts are almost like the Eagles of the AFC right now. Like yeah. that team rolling high, like they're just playing good on all levels, firing on all cylinders. I'd be so, very afraid to play the Colts if I was in the yeah. NFC. Of they're course, we were also saying that about rather. We were also saying that about the Ravens as well. And uh, well, we, that's we'll a good get, point. We'll get yeah. to that game in a, in a second. Guess the yeah. difference, I think, is that you have Andrew Luck, who's already been to the playoffs and who's a lot better, I think, than Lamar Jackson fundamentally. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, he's not going to fumble, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, plus he's got like more weapons like the Colts defense has improved. Their their offensive line is probably the best in football. Like that offensive line is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like it's it just made J.J. Watt and Clowney and all them look like nothing. Like they weren't even a factor. And, you know, and honestly, it's partly like scheme too. like they mm-hmm. they are getting the ball out so fucking fast. And Andrew Luck is smart enough to make reads as quickly as any other QB in the game right now. And mm-hmm. uh, and like defenses just don't have time. They yeah. don't have time to stop him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Plus, they got T.Y. Hilton going off. Uh, oh, he's still. Marlon, Marlon Mack, Mack dude. as well. Yeah, Marlon yeah. Mack's beast him. So yeah. The the one thing that I was really surprised in this game by uh was Deshaun Watson looked kind of not good. Like he was he was missing open guys. He was like dirt balling yeah. shit. He was like sailing shit over people's heads. I think I mean I, I'd only have to imagine that this is gotta be like some sort of you know, first playoff game jitters kind of thing for him. Yeah, that that would be my guess because I mean it's basically like a rookie playoff game for him. You yeah. know, he was injured last year, so mm-hmm. um, so m- maybe it's that. But uh, other than that, it kind of almost looked like he had some sort of shoulder injury coming into the day, like with how yeah. many missed passes he had. They also had no running game, so it kind of fell back onto him. So they were mm-hmm. always playing from behind on top of it. Like Lamar Miller, five carries, 18 yards. Alfred Blue, two carries, eight yards. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. That's not good. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Colts win, Texans lose. Uh, we also had the Ravens and the Chargers. My mm-hmm. one loss of the week. I picked the Ravens. <laughs> uh, I, I, this is the one that shocked me the most. Yeah. I could yeah. not, uh, I, I could not believe how how somehow the Ravens would have lost this game in any scenario whatsoever. But Phillip Rivers had zero touchdowns, but he also had yep. zero interceptions. So yep. <laughs> uh, not turning it over. Melvin Gordon, 40 yards, 17 carries, a touchdown. Not even that great of numbers. Uh, it was 2.4 yards per carry. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Uh, I mean, they, I, you got to give credit to the where it's due with the Chargers defense able to contain and shut down Lamar Jackson, which – I mm-hmm. could not. I when when I was watching it happen, I still couldn't believe it. I was like, mm-hmm. they they made they made him look like a rookie. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I I've been I've been tooting this horn all year, but like, you know, that's the, that's the thing about this type of offense. I I I figured that that they wouldn't have gotten it done this year, but uh, I guess I was wrong about that part. But uh, that the offense that they were running is not sustainable. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's just not like they and 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 they every everybody knew that they they knew that too like they can't you can't run as much as they did uh, and yeah. be that afraid to pass as much as they were, um, and and you know credit to the to the Chargers containing Lamar containing that running game, forcing him to to for well really forcing the Ravens to let Lamar throw because. Yeah. 
because to be honest with you, when he did finally start actually throwing, like in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. he looked pretty good. Yeah, I think. Like he, I mean, he they almost two, came back. Yeah, he had those two quick touchdowns. I mean, and even the even the the strip fumble, like that one, the one at mm-hmm. the end of the game, that's not really even that much of his fault. Like he was yeah. he was pulling up to to go uh, to launch it, you know. Like yeah. in, in in that particular case, that that one's not that bad. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I mean, I think it was just, like you said, the scheme was just kind of run, 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 and then you hit the point where, like, hey, we got to pass. And they're like, hey, maybe we should do this earlier. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it doesn't seem that bad, but, you know, hindsight's always Bubble like, hey. screen. <laughs> Bubble screen. <laughs> well, that that was the thing, too. Like, they had a... Uh, uh, was it like a fumble? I think it was like a fumble on a on a special teams play or something or whatever. Anyway, yeah. like it was a momentum shifter, and and the Ravens got the ball at like the you know at the Chargers like thirty yard line in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And then what do they do? Three running plays, <laughs> three, three and out, kick a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> like it's because it felt like it felt like not not that they were afraid to. That, that Lamar was afraid to throw it. It felt like the, the coaches were afraid to let Lamar throw it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. In my it's, opinion, anyway. But also... Yeah, I agree. How? Okay, after that first half... I And and you know, you guys know, I really like Lamar Jackson. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for him in the future. He's reached Kirk Cousins' level of Uncle Milty. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, after that first half, how do you not start Flacco? Like really, I, honestly, yeah. like, I just I don't know how. Like, look, he's he's a rookie. He he'll he'll bounce back. That's not it's not a big deal to bench him in a playoff game to win the game. It's a team sport. It's about the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're worried about it, if if it's a confidence thing that you're worried about, he'll bounce back. This is the playoffs. You know, like this is this is fucking important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like get a- get Flacco in there. In my I gotta, opinion. I gotta just play devil's advocate, just because, like, to me, it made sense that they didn't put Flacco in because this offense, they have for the last what half of the season basically, have shaped around Lamar Jackson's play style. And if they had benched him, like, I, I sincerely doubt they had much of a backup plan, unless if, of course, Lamar Jackson like went down and got injured or something like that. They probably they were probably hoping he could bounce back in the second half to make a to make the comeback because he's done it before this season. But yeah. I I would have been surprised had they pulled Jackson and put to put Flacco in because this offense, the offense they've been running for the last for the last couple weeks now has been all based around what Jackson can do. So I was yeah. not surprised to, to not to see them not put Flacco in. That's just my You're- opinion. I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, Lamar Jackson had negative two passing yards in the first half, I think. So, I well, mean. Yeah, it's, I can see both sides, too. It's just it's mm-hmm. a really hard decision to make either way. It's like, so I guess yeah. it kind of worked out because he at least got some confidence and got going. But at the same time, it's like, oh, would it have worked out? But then if you put in Flacco and it doesn't work out, it's like, why did you keep Jackson? It's just exactly. Cool. Yeah, I think it, it made more sense to leave Jackson in to me. But yeah, that's yeah, the problem. And... It's like there's always the people ready to, you know, whenever a thing happens, the fans on the Twitter and all the things like, why did they do that? Yeah, <laughs> I if it's a lo- coach, coach. If if it's a loss, it doesn't matter what the decision is. It's always going to be the wrong decision, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, like and and in total fairness, uh, against my point, he did almost come back. Like they actually yeah. did. Like legitimately, they they had that shot. Mm-hmm. I really thought that they were going to. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah. It was it was close. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, Chargers moving on. Uh, scary. A weird game. Cowboys Seahawks. Very weird. It was one of the weirdest endings. It was like one of the weirdest non-dramatic endings I've seen, where it's like, all right, okay, Seahawks going for two, and then they're <laughs> going to onside kick with the punter, and it's not close, and okay, well, that's over, I guess. Yeah, on, so onside kicks are fucking weird now. Because of how they changed the rules, They've uh, they've dropped in success percentage to like something like eight percent um like there there have only been i think three successful onside kicks all year this year so (laughs) the onside kick is basically eliminated now so it's it's uh pretty 
pretty fucked. Mm. Well, what did they change? Uh, so they, I don't know the exact details of it, but essentially you can't overload one side. So what teams would uh, do is they'd overload one side with their fastest guys and a whole bunch of dudes and kick to that spot and have everybody run as fast as they can towards it. Now, obviously, that's a safety concern because you have two people, two uh, sides yeah. of the field running <laughs> wall of death style, full speed, headlong into each other. <laughs> I mean, this is football. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but in in spe- even so, special teams is, is different, right? Because uh, most of the time in football, in offense and defense, you're getting tackled from behind, or you're you're at least both players are moving in the same direction most of the time. Oh, is that how football is played? Not, <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I mean, like it is it is an important distinction because I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of big injuries happen when guys are running downhill at one another. Rather than if they get you know tackled from behind or whatever, yeah, you know that's why that's what makes them special, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but I mean, aside from that, <laughs> uh, a lot of people complaining that the Seahawks ran too much. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably true. I think I'd rather have Russell Wilson just throw it. To be completely honest, he did have one rushing touchdown, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He did. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, though, 137 yards and a touchdown, yep. which is. Guy's a beast. Yep, guy's a beast. Mari Cooper, 106 yards. Uh, Alan Hearns had a really bad injury, like Alex Smith style almost. Mm. Um, that was pretty bad. Uh, but, I mean, in general, it's, it's kind of how I thought the game would play out. I thought it'd be close, but Dallas would win. And I was right. Uh, yeah, I am just glad that I didn't see the injury. Is all. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. That was yeah, it was fucked. Bad. That was I mean, like I had, I had opportunities to watch replays, but I just don't. It Let was me... the typical like snap. Yeah, yeah. You could so, you could see the snap. I, I was nursing a fever during this game. So... <laughs> Sorry, one second. <laughs> all right. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so i was nursing a fever during this game uh so uh i i barely really remember a lot of it uh mm-hmm. but i do remember when they showed that like i scared my girlfriend who i was in a call with uh because i was like <laughs> like immediately she's like oh my god what the fuck happened <laughs> <laughs> because they because they showed the play and the play looked and and he was down and i was like oh his his foot's kind of aiming the wrong way that's kind of weird and yeah. and then joe buck's like well we'll show you what happened on the play and then oh oh god <laughs> like his call <laughs> his call of that was just like <laughs> it was clear he didn't see it happen i guess yeah i don't think anybody did uh, until we saw it in slow motion because you just yeah. saw oh my god it's it one awful. of those things where like i was with my friend because he's like let's go get a burger i was like all right so we were at the bar and we were eating and then they replayed it and the entire bar was just like oh yeah, like, it was just that, like, oh god. Yeah, he just, fucked. He's, as I was, it's. Uh, the I was telling, I was telling coach as someone who has suffered a catastrophic ankle injury in his in his life, I can't do, I can't watch people injuring ankles because I know how, I know how bad it hurts. Yeah, don't don't watch this one. It's it's. Gross. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not going yeah. to. I, I can't. That's one of the yeah. few things that uh, like types of videos on the internet that I really cannot like muster mm-hmm. any strength mm-hmm. about to watch so yeah but so, uh hopefully he's okay yeah he hopefully. said he wants to play again next year so i mean <laughs> i mean yeah right. if i was making that kind of money i would want to <laughs> play again next year mm-hmm. too. Uh, but now we go on to probably the biggest surprise well second biggest for me not really for you guys because you were just yeah, we knew it was gonna happen. yeah it's it's inevitable now yeah big dick nick out did it again roasting nerds all day long this day the nerd was the bears and he pushed them up against the locker and took their lunch money yeah uh, and it was just it was great nick Foles, how about that game winning drive Driving yeah, I... down against one of the best defenses if not the best defense in the nfl and just scoring a touchdown and all yep. i could think about was you two freaking goofs just like <laughs> salivating because I like I knew it was gonna you just I somehow I just knew that they were going to score. I was like, there's there's no way the Bears hold them. Like yeah. there's just no way. And then yeah. right then there you go. 
I mean, I'm not a I'm not a person who ever believes in the whole like fate or team of destiny or whatever, but I just don't understand how the Eagles are are <laughs> beating so many good teams. He's got me magic, baby. That's just you gotta you gotta just accept it. <laughs> you just gotta when you have a quarterback whose penis is that large, he can't lose. He just can't yeah. lose. I saw a comment and they were like, "Did you guys see that?" Did you see Big Dick Nick helicoptering his penis on the sidelines <laughs> to make that ball swirl into the crossbar? <laughs> so I did. Oh, just, man. I think it was the most fitting way for the Bears to end their season with, you know, I think he hit the crossbar six times this year. So, yeah, that just, was this. Well, okay. So, by the way, I don't know if you guys are you guys aware of this, but that, that kick was blocked, actually. Yeah, it was blocked. Yeah, I saw so, it, like, like tipped his middle finger. Yeah, oh. yeah. So in case anybody at home didn't see the game, what happened was uh, he kicked a kicked a field goal, game winning field goal. The Chicago Bears kicker Cody Parkey. He's doinked a lot of balls off the uprights over the course of this season, uh, but he kicked a game winning field goal, and it's successful. Ah, but wait, hold on. Uh, they actually iced the kicker, so mm-hmm. he's got to rekick, rekicks, <laughs> and what happens? Doinks off the upright, <laughs> doinks off the crossbar, double doinks, heads into the end zone, does not get the game-winning field goal. Fucking <laughs> Matt Nagy's face is hilarious afterwards. Mean. It actually is. Like, he was surprised Pikachu. Yeah. And, uh, and then the, I tweeted about this. It was some ice-cold shit. That NBC pulled because as soon as Chicago <laughs> lost that playoff game, like within seconds of that horrible, horrible moment for everyone in Chicago at their first playoff game in eight years, what do they do? <laughs> they play a montage of every doinker that <laughs> Cody Parkey hits over the course of the season. Uh... Like, that is the that's the coldest shit I've ever seen. How do you see so many donks? That's so many donks. We got it's, our top ten favorite doinks right here. Brought to you by Cody Park. That is the coldest, fucking most savage broadcasting thing I have ever seen in, in <laughs> football. It's it was hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely my favorite top ten uh, playlist of top doinks. All right, thank you, Force. It was uh thank it's you for one us. of those things. It's one of those things where normally you just feel so bad for the guy, but then it's your division rival. So you just <laughs> I saw there like Bears fans on Suicide Watch and there's a Packer guy and he's like, What's the opposite of Suicide Watch? Because that's what I'm on right now. <laughs> it was just oh my god. I just I knew the icing of the kicker was gonna work. I just had that part of me where I was like I was thinking back to when we talked about icing the kicker and like week five or something i remember we mm-hmm. talked about it but like anything over 40 yards it was like it's probably worth icing the kicker and yep. it actually was worth it again yep. just because the odds of making those kicks like the farther out it goes down so if you like successfully kick one and then you're like oh well he just lowered his chances technically uh, i gotta like say crazy. though like i i do feel very bad for cody parkey oh, yeah. i feel I like feel bad for him the person because, like, you know, he got, like, extensive death threats. And again, yeah. by the way, I want to mention, this a is... A death three... threat in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this, this, is, this is exactly why I say kicker is actually the one position in the NFL that I would never want to play. Oh, yeah. Because no. it does not matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how many successful kicks you had in the regular season. It does not matter how money you've been your whole career. You miss one big one. That's it. That's that's all you're gonna be remembered for forever. That's it. Uh, Cody Gary Parkey, Anderson, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Cody Parkey. I mean, he might not ever kick again, uh, like straight up because of that yeah. kick. That's uh, and like everyone at home didn't know that the kick was blocked. Everyone in the stadium didn't know the kick was blocked. I bet everyone on the team didn't know the kick was blocked. Well, come so, on now. The only way that, that anyone saw it blocked was in super slow-mo, super zoom. No, I know, but what I had to go off of was what we was what was plain painfully obvious that the kicker just missed. I'm not I'm not yeah. blaming them. I'm just saying that like that's got a fucking blow major 
donkey duts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, right. that's yeah. Like like I feel not... bad for him because it's like first off he scored like half their points. All right. Yeah, like, he, he scored sixty percent was... of their points. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, come on, the guy without him, you wouldn't even be in this game. The position of kicker you know, is definitely a thankless job. I yeah. Know. Some Chicago meatball guy like. But it's your job. You gotta make the kicks. Yeah, yeah like you don't. You know, take time off at work to do something or like they, they hire the time. they hire the orc peon from Warcraft three or something. <laughs> work, work. Work. <laughs> yeah, uh... and and like on top of that, like the offense managed to score fifteen total points. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's not on Cody Park, but it, but it is. It's gonna be on him. For it, people yeah. are going to remember that doink, the double doink. They're not going to remember <laughs> anything else. They're going to remember old, that. Good old yep. double doink Cody. Yep. Yep. So it's, uh, I was watching Bears fan reactions that night. It was very good on YouTube. I uh, suggest <laughs> you go watch some of those. Uh, it's funny because, you know, everyone else is like, man, this sucks. But then the Vikings are like, hey, welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened like three times to them in the playoffs. And then. Listen, I have no sympathy. After I had to watch that Seattle meltdown in a championship game, I have no sympathy for anything. That was like, <laughs> do you want to watch your team miss a field goal, lose an onside kick, give up a two-point conversion, and lose to a fake field goal pass for a touchdown and go to overtime and have some crazy shit happen? Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I was like, you're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, never mind. That was even worse. All right. Co so coaches have care. very, coaches have very short memories. Doinks, all right. Um, they have very short <laughs> memories those coaches yeah. <laughs> but uh with a couple minutes left here i think that uh we are still going to do pickums yep pretty much throughout all the way through the season i think yeah we are mm -hmm. we're going all the way yeah um so let's start it out with chiefs colts uh man i at, at this point i don't know <laughs> yeah if it's safe to bet against the Colts. yeah i'm I don't know either. I feel like the Colts are just, they're too hot right now. Yeah, I, I kind of want to pick the Colts too. And also, you know, Andrew Luck has actually never lost to the Chiefs. Hmm. But it's, but it's, it's Andy Reid. It's also week, Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah, Andy Reid in the playoffs at home, with full home field advantage. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's almost impossible to pick against the Colts, but it, at the same time, it's almost equally impossible to not have the home field <laughs> pick here, yeah. with, with, yeah, and also with like, Reed. and and let's be honest, with fucking Pat Mahomes too. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns, <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah. Like, I, how can you bet against him? But I mean, I might have to here. Also, by the way, there was a stat that I read on the NFL subreddit earlier in the week that said that this is this game is actually unprecedented. No two quarterbacks have come into a playoff game with this many combined touchdowns in the regular season. Like it, it's yeah, it's like eighty nine. It's 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 insane. Like this is this could be a shootout, but also I'm looking at this NFL.com slash schedules, and uh, this is going to be a snow game. Oh yeah, so it is. It looks like it's going to be snowing. Yeah, uh, so that's ooh, gonna be wild. Gotta... Honestly, if it's a snow game, I'm taking the Colts. I think they got better running. I think they got a better defense. So I'd rather. I think I'll take the Colts. Yeah. I. Uh, I think I gotta take the Colts too. <laughs> I I because like I don't I I don't I don't want to bet against Pat Patty Patty Kermit the Cannon, but uh, I I think I think I gotta. Yeah. Well, I gotta go with Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I feel you. I feel it. The weather could uh, change, Coach. You never know. Yeah, that is it. Could change. Um, and. I think either way, it's going to be a good game. It's going yeah, to be a great game, be, I think. It's going to be really good. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I got to yeah. go Chiefs on that one. Um, then we have Chargers-Patriots. Yeah, I'm, I'm Rob's <laughs> favorite matchup. <laughs> I'm uh, going to go ahead and take the Patriots on this one. All right. Yeah, um, I, I can't see Belichick losing into the playoffs this early i mean well i think of the patriot i this is what i will say i think that the better team might actually be the chargers but yeah also as a coach you know coach better than anyone else here 
that mm-hmm. it comes down to coaching in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think that it's tipped in the favor of the Patriots. I I, I, I can't bet against the Patriots. I really can't. I'm yep. not a Patriots fan, but they're in Foxborough. And it's the playoffs. And, and it's, it's also a snow game. Yeah. Is it, though? Apparently, yeah, according to NFL.com slash schedules. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a snow game. Yeah. <laughs> so the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers are going to have to fly all the way to the East Coast. The uh, Sunshine Boys head on over to Foxborough in the snow, the dead of winter, and battle Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I cannot root. I mean, I... I'm going to root against them, obviously, (laughs) but I can't bet against them. Here's the thing. The Chargers are the NFL's constant away team. They don't have home games. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) So because of that, I think Phillip Rivers and the the winning away underdog Chargers are going to win. Breaking news, Coach (laughs) Gundor. Breaking news, Bruce Arians has been confirmed to be the next Buccaneers head coach. Signed four-year deal with a fifth-year option. Take it away, Coach Goddamn. Uh, God um, wow, that's a that's a big contract. <laughs> I guess he didn't uh, want to stay retired for long, Coach. Yeah, I guess not. Well, he's got the same contract as uh, Matt Lafleur, so we'll see uh-huh. who works out better. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Matt Lafleur will have better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, tenure. Coach. Uh, but <laughs> you know that's just me uh, but we'll see anyway I'm picking the Chargers alright uh, moving on to the NFC uh, Eagle Saints you know I gotta take Big Dick Nick <sighs> this hurts me so much <laughs> I've, been inside. I've been I've been sucking Drew Brees' dick all year <laughs> I mean but Nick Foles got a bigger one Drew I'm sorry <laughs> God damn it. God. <laughs> yep, there it is. Try to sell me Advocare. <laughs> so, I think I I'm going to take BDN. I can't pick the Saints. I just can't. <laughs> Are we going three Eagles? Three Eagles. Ooh, I, three I, I Eagles. feel so bad. I, I, like, I want them both. Can there be some world where they both win? Because no. I like both of these teams. <laughs> No, why do you like the Saints? The Saints are awesome. They got cool <laughs> uniforms, and Drew Brees is dope, and Michael Thomas is dope. Their catchphrase is "Who Dat?" D-A-T, <laughs> Rob. Who Dat? Yeah, yeah, but still. Isn't God, the I Bengals, hate the Saints. I just aren't hate the them. Bengals who day? I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't, who yeah, dat? Who no day? Idea. No idea. D's who should day. not take the place of T. Yeah, who day Bengals? <laughs> who, who day Bengals? The Bengals and the Saints will match up to determine who day versus who that. Let's, well, there you let's go. get in those get in those playoff locks, Coach. Wait, did we do uh, Cowboys, Cowboys Rams? Rams? Yeah, yeah. So we got Cowboys, I, thought, I, thought we, Rams. I thought we already talked about that. No, we did not. Sorry about Cowboys, that. Cowboys Rams. Uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. Yeah, I'm taking Rams too. I'm taking Cowboys. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that the Cowboys are actually finding their stride. They looked shaky against Seattle, but uh, it was just that was some last minute hijinks that made it look shaky. I think that honestly, the Cowboys are starting to heat up, and I could totally see them beating the Rams at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I could see it too. I could see it too. I just think, I think the Rams after last year, they're going to come out this year and be that much more enthusiastic mm-hmm. and motivated i agree so i just think Plus, uh they have so many different weapons too like girly uh they have good wide receivers got, like defense. two weeks of rest too which is important yeah. i think so but sometimes too much rest sometimes it's not a good thing rob although you well, do need some rest rob but they but they yeah, i do <laughs> they uh <laughs> they, they pretty much only rested like girly and, and someone else and he's he's been like nursing an injury so like Gurley resting seems fine to me because he's a running back. You know, that's mm-hmm. as as long as he's if he's not injured, then he'll he he'll play fine. Look, I don't feel good need... about picking the Cowboys, but <laughs> I do see them beating the Rams at home. I really do. Sorry, I, I hate to say it, LA fans, but I think I think the Cowboys got your number on this one. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, all right, let's, let's lock it in. Get those locks, boys. Patriots. Colts. Oh. Oh. I'm locking in. The Cleveland Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> Go Browns. Lock them in for me. Lock them in. Uh, it's my official block, coach. Not sure um, that's allowed. Lock it in. I don't know if that's allowed. Uh, can we get a rule check on the, that one? Locking in the, the Browns, coach. Uh, <laughs> it, it. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, who, who are you? Who are you locking the, in? The, the, the Cleveland Cleveland Browns coach. Who are, who are you locking in? Who's your real? Who's your real lock? <laughs> uh, I'm going to lock in the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Ooh, lock okay. versus, versus lock. Lock, coach. lock on lock, lock action. I hate yeah. to. I hate to go against you, coach. I'm sorry. That's not what you taught us in the locker room. <laughs> but I don't. I don't see Andy Reid losing this one. So, right. hey. by the way, can I say one one quick thing about this? Last last week, I'll allow it. Last week, I went <laughs> four and one on the wild card round. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. Four and one. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you locked it. Because right. of the lock. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so beat all you fuckers. <laughs> but, uh, and, I went, and I went one and four. So of course, I locked yeah. by one loss. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So I uh, so I went four and one. However, I kind of suspect that this might be an 0 and 4 week for me. So <laughs> if right. I if I go 0 and 4 and I've just predicted that I'm I get sick. at least one win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I'll take it. All right. Cool. Sure. Well, if that uh, if that's the case then I should be allowed to lock in the Browns coach. I'm just saying. <laughs> Only if you go 0 and 4. Okay. If I go 0 and 4, <laughs> I get a a Browns lock. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Brown's lock we are, we are making this so much more difficult for poor Hipponora. <laughs> <laughs> but if I get four wins, I get an extra win because of my amazing picks. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Um, well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, and hope you enjoyed it. If you're new here, follow whatever format you're listening to. I don't know. Click the subscribe button or the follow button or the listen button. Listen, I don't know. Just listen to us. <laughs> okay uh we need people to listen to us rant because it helps us feel better also mm-hmm. uh check us out on twitter there's invicta there's alpac patrol there's crendor i have links in the description on youtube i don't have it on the other ones i probably should but what if whatever and uh, i'll yeah. be here if i'm alive next <laughs> week yeah hopefully rob's alive next <laughs> week and we've got some yeah. predictions and uh <laughs> Shit, dude. Championship round coming up. It's going to be a good weekend of football. It is. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.